Hey, how's it going? Good. How you doing? Excellent. So I've been thinking about something recently. I'm curious what your take on it is, which is how do I decide what stuff I believe? Oh God. Yeah. We kind of talked about that previously. We talked about it a little bit on the, I think previous call, we kind of went on a cool tangent about it, but it was like the basic concept, even if we just, even if we just limited it to news about current events or scientific discoveries or, you know, like somebody got shot in a movie set, whatever, like what stuff do you just automatically believe and what stuff are you automatically skeptical of and what's, what's the difference? So it's just a great, great question all the way around. But like, I am immediately relating it to a movie I watched the other night, um, hmm. Prometheus. You oh, see that the one? alien prequel thing? Yeah, didn't know it was an alien prequel. So I was like, wow, could this be more derivative? Like, what a piece of crap. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then it was like, oh, that's why everything looks like it was pulled from the set of aliens. Um, but there's a, a main character in that that, um, you know, it, it, it comes back to she, her saying, you know, the whole impetus for a trillion dollar mission i choose to believe this you know the guy's like well what evidence do you have and she's like i don't have any evidence and i don't care it's what i choose to believe (laughs) and i i think there's a lot of value to that because there's only so much that we're going to be able to uh, know down to the nub Mm -hmm. and really be able like it's just so there has to be some kind of a uh line in the sand where you kind of I, where I think I feel like I, I have to be like, this is something I believe in. And yeah, I'm open to it being changed. I think maybe a challenge there is like uh, one of the fundamental differences we talked about between revealed truth and uh, the scientific method as an example, or forget the scientific method, just being open to new information. Mm, yeah. So yeah, that's funny that you that you think of it in that regard. So there's that sort of personal belief thing where I'm going to make a bet about the future based on this belief that I have. I just believe like, I don't even want to live in a universe where this is not true, that kind of thing. Right. But, but it, and it's not that it doesn't, I mean, you know, a person like that could start a whole company and involve hundreds of thousands of people in this belief based on nothing other than it must be true. Like, how could it not be true? Right. So it's not that it only affects you, but it's kind of it feels kind of like a personal decision. It feels kind of like kind of like you you're making a leap of faith consciously and saying, I'm just going to bet on this. I've, I've got I, I, I just I drew a three and a seven and I know I'm going to win this hand. I, I don't care. I just feel it. Right. And it's not. Is it a good decision? I think this, you know, game theory would say that is a bad decision, which isn't to say that it won't play out in a positive way, you know, uh, the thing that, and I, I guess I don't, I think everybody does that. I mean, like every decision that you make is a bet on a future outcome. Like how you could spend your time right now is a bet on how, what you think the future outcome is going to be. You believe rational actors all the time. Well, I I think it's, yeah, that might be true. I mean, I I don't think, I don't think it's conscious. Cause well, but if I, if I, um, you know, if I spend my time doing something that is just terrible, but I just kind of fell into it without reflection mm. and then you called me on it and you were like, well, what about that? You know? Oh, that, okay. That's an interesting angle. Cause you could debate whether or not that was a decision. So some people, hardcore people would say that you decided to play Xbox all day on a Wednesday. Well, so we can go down a tangent about who's actually deciding anything, but 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just to not not go there though, like on the belief side, there while there has to be some element of of your willingness to participate in a in a collective and yep. your willingness to hold on to your belief in the face of of yeah, evidence to the contrary you know, shared observation yeah evidence to the contrary yeah. like yeah. it it's not turtles all the way down it's not a flat earth yeah and you can believe that all day long but you are only believing that because you are an ignorant you're just an ignorant troll and you don't know that you're an ignorant troll but you are mm. and the reason why is because there's like you don't even need to be a scientist to realize that you're using a gps on your phone you know Right, and the GPS is only function on it, and so I, I think there, it, in the extreme, maybe, maybe we take it to the extremes in the discussion to kind of shed light on where it is when it's not extreme. Like, what responsibility do you have, right, in terms of having a belief and just holding up all these shields and going, you know, I don't care, right. So the flat Earth one's a great one. I know we've talked about this before because I don't know, like, if if in the absolute sense. I've never seen with my own eyes personally that the earth is round. I've never personally seen it. I've never done any of the tests. I know that they exist and they can be done and I could probably, you know, they would be falsifiable. I believe that if I went to the trouble of doing the tests, that they would prove to me with my own eyes that the earth is round. I have never done them, but I trust, I believe the people who have, right? And the prevailing wisdom and what we were taught in school and all of the things that could also brainwash a cult member are, I have done nothing, nothing in my entire life to test that belief. Does, but is it, am, is it a belief of mine or is it a objective truth that enough, like that's, this is the bit, this is the core of the question is like, at what point is a Copernicus correct? Yeah, and and at what point do you? At what point do you believe Copernicus? Yeah, and at what point, like objective truth is getting weirder and weirder as quantum mechanics moves more and mm. more forward. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I don't know which angle to to take on this because I feel like I all those things are true, and it's only through a belief in a number of proxies that I think it's asinine to think the world is flat. Exactly, and it's. And it's so one take I have on it, which is not novel, it's you know taken from other people that respond to flat earthers, is like the burden of proof is on you, and all you need to do is get in a ship and go and and drop off the side or come up on the the ice wall. Like where is your video mm-hmm. yeah. of you coming, or you or any of your minions coming up on the ice wall? Mm-hmm. So how do you figure like you know I do I need to do any of the observational work? Like the first observation of the world be, world being round was. In like ancient Egypt. Oh yeah. I mean, so, you, so like, they told and you. Somebody, well, <laughs> you weren't there. But the, ex, but the ex, but the experiment is repeatable and has right. been repeated. Somebody told me, and, right. and I did see somebody actually repeat it. By the way, on YouTube, for what it's worth, but that yeah. could have been faked. And, right. But like, right. So, but I see that somebody like could see how, um, you know, they 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 climbed a tower, they looked at the shadow, they walked the steps, they did the thing. They did the mm-hmm. things and then they wrote it down and told people about it and people were free to repeat that or not. Nobody, yeah. to my knowledge, has sailed a ship and fallen off the fucking earth or <laughs> or come upon this, you know, mountain of, of uh, ice 
right. uh, ice walls that nobody can pierce. Yeah. You might so, as well be like, saying, like, prove to me the Easter Bunny doesn't exist. I mean, it's it's an incredible claim. And I agree with you. The burden of proof should be on the person making the incredible claim, right? And when Copernicus, I don't know the details of the history, but at first it was not, you know, it was an incredible claim. But then the burden of proof was on him. And we still know his name today, or so we're told, that, you know, it's... Right. That, but it's still, it like holds up. Like you believe that people for generate, like here's, I think I believe that. What's the nature of knowledge, right? So this is, I, I'm just going to say this because I, I think it's true, but I think there's, this is a whole school of philosophy. I think this is epistemology mm -hmm. where you're just navel gazing about, and I don't mean that disparagingly, but it's yeah. like, what is the, it's a, what is the, what is knowledge? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And at some point, you know, is it just that I believe I don't think this is true, but I can understand the argument when someone says, you know, well, I believe in, um, I don't know, religion or something. And then somebody else is like, well, I believe in science as if it's a really, as if they're the same thing or it's somehow there's parody right. there. And I'm like, well, no, it's, it's a different approach and they're four different things. So trying to push one into the other one's territory or that intersection where they start to, to, um, potentially intersect let's just say ethics of ai just i think we talked about before then it's like all right well what's really the right tool for this job maybe it's a combination maybe it's not maybe it's one or maybe it's the other but for the stuff that would traditionally be considered hard sciences or newtonian physics and that sort of thing chemistry i mean like you, you can i've done experiments that where the experiment said if you do this that and the other the flame is going to be green and it's going to be super hot yeah. so okay <laughs> Right. And then it, and then recipes, it, right. Recipes. Right? Exactly. And so it's predicted. It, yeah. Just right. Kate, we made cupcakes yesterday. It's like if you do steps one, two and three with the following ingredients under these controlled circumstances, it will work. And, it, and so great... and so much. And, and that comes back to why do we why do you and I and many other people have faith in, in institutions? Because mm. so much of what we've learned has been true. And the things that have borne been borne out is not true um i think we have developed a sense of of um reasons for why those were not true whether the scientific method functioned and new discoveries happened or mm. history is written by the victors and then you yeah. got like a skewed version of it. Mm. there are things that have helped us to contextualize the learning that we've we've had like nothing that i learned in math ended up being wrong you know <laughs> right right yeah no one's arguing about or some i'm sure surely someone is arguing about math so my teachers had like, they, they had the shoulders of giants that they were standing on and they mm. told me about those giants and, you know, it's credible. So I don't, it, yeah, it's, it's, I guess, it's, I guess it is credible, but like everything right now is being so, um, democratized truth and reality is being democratized. Mm. Um, my opinion is reality. Medium, uh, media is, is democratized. People hate it. People love it, but it's. It's uh, everybody gets to have their own takes. Mm. So that that was really what I meant the question to be about. Um, although I love the direction you took it in. Like the what I was wondering is like, especially in, in news, like how come some news happens and it seems like everybody, you know, that it turns into these two polarized camps, like um, the insurrection at the White House on January 6th, let's say like, and people are just like, there's revisionist history. There's people saying at the time, like, oh, you know, don't believe your eyes. Don't believe the video. That was just a, uh, you know, the left wing, that was crisis actors and, you know, 
whatever. So like they choose to interpret it one way and other people choose to interpret it another way. Yeah. But what about like things that are just like, um, I wasn't even thinking scientific because I, I feel like that, that is almost easier. So like it, mine was more about the institution, the institutional trust. So like, how do you choose yeah. which institutions to trust? So, you know, we had this conversation once at Nikatus with Ben. It's like, he was like, well, you know, I, you know, basically his, his answer was, I'm totally oversimplifying it, but it was like, well, I read it in the New York Times, therefore it's true. And I was like, well, other people saw the exact opposite story on Fox News, therefore it's true. And he's like, yeah, but the New York Times has like journalistic integrity. I'm like, or so they say, like, has there ever been that. a problem? You know, it like, was at Nikitaus. We mm -hmm. were out, we were by the water. Yeah. And it was, that. yeah. It, right. <laughs> um, no, but it, it's, it's, it all is true that, you know, we, we end up having, it ends up being belief. Mm. And then I guess the question is like, what's our st standard for belief? And I don't want to be like, I, it'd be really easy for me to be like, oh, I'm totally on the right side of this, but I'm pretty sure that I'm not. And, I, I'm just as much of a sheep as, as anybody else. But, but then I, I guess it's like when I look at a video of a, somebody in a, in a um, grocery store and they're having this massive protest and saying masks don't work, masks don't work, yeah. they, they get violent and all this kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm thinking, well, surgeons use masks and I, a lot of people benefit from surgery. So I believe that masks work and I don't have to do much. I'm not doing experiments. I'm not right. doing anything to test the efficacy of masks. I can just see that like a surgeon wouldn't want to wear a mask. Mm. Right. But they do. So masks work. Yeah. People who. So, so shut up. Care. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. So I haven't done, like you were saying before, I haven't done my due diligence and I'm not even relying on an institution. Well, I guess I am. I'm relying on medical common medical practice, but right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So can you think of the last thing you heard that you didn't believe? Like, like you're like, no way. Um, give me a second. Tell me the last thing you didn't believe while I, while I pick that up. Um, uh, it was the recent news story where there were, um, I didn't not believe the news. I, I did, I didn't believe the story that was being told by the people. So like, so like supposedly there's, you know, this couple was doing this tour across the United States and, and like the guy, drove home, you know they were doing like a road trip and then the guy comes home and like the girl's not with him and the parents are like where's the girl and he's like oh, i don't know i just dropped her off like halfway i'm like dude you totally killed her <laughs> like for sure <laughs> right yeah. and then all sorts of other shenanigans happen <laughs> and right and 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 the next in a bunch of like really improbable things you know the 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 guy I'm calling the killer's parents were not cooperating with police and saying, oh, he, yeah, he went on a hike into the alligator infested state park in Florida and he'll be fine. I'm sure you won't find his bones over by that tree. And then, you know, sure enough, they go find bones. And I'm like, this is BS. Like this just smells like BS, right? It just doesn't align with, but see, here's the slippery slope, which is a fallacy anyway. I, I get that, but, but it's based on my experience of the world that I'm like, no way. Like this doesn't, this doesn't line up. Like something so this weird is, is happening. This is where I think we should have brought the conversation 10 minutes ago because <laughs> I think that, no, I mean, this is good. All of that's good. But like that filter, right? Cause 
you know, why does this conversation matter? Like, what should I be doing in my daily life when I encounter this kind of stuff? Mm. What am I doing to expose myself to things that aren't in my bubble? Do I give a shit? You know, mm. yeah. what, what, sh- what's the right way to go? Um, so the last, the last thing that I think I saw that I didn't believe was, I don't know, there was something with this jackass Jim Jordan <laughs> where, I don't know, I got like a, this is not going to be particularly clear, but he was making some kind of an assertion about how the problem with the January 6th riots is the lack of preparedness. Mm. He hadn't had conversations with the president, you know, prior to, the, I guess that was one of the things. It, it, it wasn't even something that I didn't believe. He was, he was, he was being asked, did you talk to the president during before or during the riots or after the riots? And he was saying, I talked to the president. So this wasn't even, it's not even maybe a good example because this was just in a case where the guy was just not interested. Yeah. He's being fishy. But I guess. Yeah. But I, um, but one of the things that came out of it was him saying, you know, we should be looking at the lack of preparedness in January. And I think that that's true. We should be aware of why we were unprepared for those riots. Like that's insane. that mm. People got so far into the people's house like that, but I don't believe that that's important in what we're talking about. I believe is important, is that there are a bunch of people that don't actually believe in democracy mm. and are actively attacking democracy. And that is upsetting. That's so, funny. Cause that's, that's one of the good. other topics on my list. <laughs> so let's even take it down from, let's take it, totally out of media, out of, out of the sciences, which I think is the biggest circle. And then out of media, which is, I think, because I see it as concentric circles of trust. And fair, but I think the sciences are, if we just take the exceptions out, the sciences are, are easy because in the core of the same, the sweet spot, sweet spot of the sciences, you, you can drill down, you can repeat, you can know. Yeah. And it's just, it's a matter of initiative. It's a matter of time. Um, now, are the sciences corrupt? Yes. And they don't, they don't, uh, there isn't a great emphasis on repeating um, experiments to make sure that they are actually correct and valid. Uh, there's a race to publishing rather than, you know, validating. And there's like, it, it's like fake news is, is pushed out there faster than the community can keep up with it and repeat things. And there's how much money is there to repeat things? And then there's just the science that we talked about, I think, the last time where you're using three data points. To calculate the weather, which is just never going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, but I think generally speaking, the sciences are there. Like, you know, it, do the work, and you'll get to your belief. Yeah. If somebody wanted to, it, it's kind of like the way I feel about uh, when I hit a, a giant terms of service for like Google Calendar or something, and I'm like, I'm not going to read this because I know somebody I'm following in the tech news is reading it kind of thing and like if there's something heinous in here like facebook's terms of use or something if something heinous is in here it'll be a news story and you'll see the news and then you can look and see yes it is in there that in that thing that i checked the box next to so it's like verifiable or falsifiable the news piece but i'm even thinking like if you think of concentric circles of trust and you think of like science is kind of in general the easiest one to trust because there is a process for falsifying the claim so it's yeah it, right. So you just feel like somebody would have falsified it because then they'd be yeah. famous and they'd get more money and you know whatever you know they whatever they want in the academic There's field. There's a system. There's a system for it. It felt like there used to be one in journalism, but it was kind of like the honor system. And yes, and uh, this is a great concentric circle to explore. I fucking right. hate. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just <laughs> it just makes me crazy. Like the the 
the reliance on uh i feel like the crutch of anonymous sources is a problem mm-hmm. and i feel like people the, are saying the, and the validation of stories is a problem like i i wanted to talk to you and maybe this is for a future one about let's do a thought experiment where the media is gone mm, that's a good and one there is no there is no media yeah i'm all over like, that what's the What's the impact on your day-to-day life? Hmm. Nothing. I'll do you one better. Fucking, what if the alphabet's gone? That's terrifying. Man. Yeah. I, that's like, you're asking me to imagine the 11th dimension. My mind is turning inside yeah. on itself. And I'm going back to a Looney Tunes episode where there was a saw <laughs> that was on an extension arm. <laughs> and the saw <laughs> caught the end of the extension arm. And then it ate itself. And then it was gone. And I was like, I, I think... I think for two years after that, I had nightmares. Oh, wow. I never saw that one. Yeah. Alphabet's technology, you know, before that technology, it was an oral tradition. Yeah. So, so, but even, even more concentric circle is like family and friends that you do have direct experience with. So, so, you know, whatever. My mother-in-law tells me something happened to my wife's cousin. Why wouldn't I believe it? Right. Or or maybe, I mean, someone probably has a mother-in-law or a cousin who they routinely do not believe. Well, and so can I just tag in here that like, um, lying is part and parcel of our human behavior. So like, this is a really tough one. Gossip is, you know, part of our social, uh, fabric Mm -hmm. and it's an interesting one because like there is some, at least in that tribe that you're outlining, there's some culpability for being like full of baloney, you know? Mm. Right. And what is that culpability? Do you think? Well, people will just start to treat you badly because you're a liar. Like right. You've lied about, like, the things you just mentioned, like, oh, you know, Uncle Tom is sick or whatever. That yeah. ends up not being true. Like, your social currency drops. Right. I feel like, I feel like that is the seed. I feel like that one-to-one personal experience. I mean, you're still talking about a third-party, you know, horse's mouth kind of story. Like, you weren't there. You know, like, I guess, I guess the more, the most possible direct one would be like, what was that? What was that hip-hop song or whatever? was like it wasn't me it wasn't me oh you know i don't know if i don't know oh yeah i know the hip-hop song you're talking about but it's yeah. also reminding me it was that eddie murphy's bit it might have been but, but it i was, saw you in the bed with her it wasn't me. it wasn't me right right so where you the person has direct physical like sense saw it with their own eyes and you're still denying it like i guess that's gaslighting but you know that that most inner circle of trust um and that and the penalty for violating it i feel like the seed that seed is what trust would go from in those bigger consent grow from in those bigger concentric circles because that yeah culpability yeah some kind of penalty for let's just not even say lying let's just say you know you see a clickbaity title and you're like there's no way that is like literally true that is an exaggeration to get me to click on this thing so that that you know, they can get ad dollars and then, but, but every single time they abuse my trust, then it's like, I trust them less and less and less. And so the, but they didn't even have to be, so I've two forks in the road here. One of them is they didn't even have to be true. They just had to end up being socially acceptable. Right. So this is like the, the hearse of the world, you know, and the, the publishers that, um, you know, would drive, public thought Mm -hmm. like the credibility was only harmed when somebody like was successful in in uh outlining their inaccuracy so it it seems like you could be wrong 
and it wouldn't matter as long as you were really kind of with the majority because the majority didn't have platforms at the time. So mm. yeah. So a, how were they going to, right. How many platforms were there? There's like three, three, um, networks. Yeah. In the U S yeah. And, and how many big newspapers, you had the like times, know. Chicago, New 12, York, maybe whatever it is like in 50 in, tops. <laughs> so it would take so much. You could have people that were screaming, but no, this is wrong. This is wrong. Nobody would listen to them. Nobody mm. would care. Like it would have to be like this preponderous right. preponderance of uh, uh, evidence that they would have to bring to overturn these institutions. So mm. I think that was one thing where like racism or redlining or pick your poison, where bad things were happening and maybe people weren't being honest about it. Mm. But then there's also when they were wrong, like they got dinged. You know, they had to do the corrections. They had to run the corrections, and that was bad. Mm. Like, yeah, like long term. Keep up with any of that now, right? So it's almost like you'd need a newspaper to police another newspaper, which is exactly how it works in science, where you need a scientist to police other scientists. A peer review, right? You know I mean? Right. So you know, and there is a the sort of journalistic um, standard of integrity, I guess. I don't, I'm just kind of making that up, but like, um, you know, I feel like I've heard Woodward and Bernstein talk about like, oh, we, you know, we had a lot of more information, but we couldn't release it until we were triple sure because we didn't want to be wrong but but like would that happen today no somebody would leak a leak something on twitter and just like let it go and and whose whose reputation is at stake like no one's you don't even like if i see a clickbaity title that i can't resist and i click on it i don't even know who it's from you know i'm not even going to look at like oh this is from the like san jose daily news who even notices i'm just like i just start to hate my phone it's like it's yeah. not like I start to hate the newspaper because I don't even know what newspaper it was. Well, Christy and I watched um, Nightcrawler last night. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Nightcrawler. It's a Jake Gyllen. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal movie about um, about. I mean, just a, an amazing, uh, really good movie. But the the thing about it that's relevant here is that he ends up building a career for himself, uh, doing you know video at night that you know hits the morning news. Mm. And he's, as he's starting out, he's like, well, what do you need? And she's like, well, if it bleeds, it leads. Right. And, but, but then it, it goes on from there where it's like, what I really need is where, uh, poor people are, um, being violent, uh, against, uh, in suburbia. Oh, so trying to, and trying so, to further a narrative. Right. So mm-hmm. then I forgot how I got into this, this, uh, this thought about it, but it, it's this thing where. You know, you you have these uh, incentives that are perverting the the channels through which we get information in the mm. first place. Mm. Right. So it's not that it's not true. It's more like an editorial direct. You know, that's yellow journalism. It's like it's like a um, uh, is that racist? I don't think so. I don't know what it's that. Very ra- deeply racist. Okay. Well, I guess that tells you. We don't say cheese nips know. anymore. And we don't say. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm getting hungry, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, um, I love those two, those two follow-ons. So like incentives and democracy, those would be two good things to talk about. I agree. And I would also, one other thing is like, what have you heard that, that you believe, like I'm hearing more things that I buy that I, than things I don't buy, you know, cause, um, it's, I can't stomach going to the alternative news sources that I can't stomach. So it's, it's almost like it'd be more interesting to look at, well, what did you hear today that you did believe? 
unquestioningly yeah Mm -hmm. right 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 and i did i recently read don't know if it's true but i recently read um i think it was a study that was reported in a book called thinking in bets by annie duke which is a fabulous book um but it must have been in that book because she cited a lot of studies so who you know take that with a grain of salt but that but that evolutionarily or biologically at least we are hardwired to believe by default and only disbelieve under ex- not extreme circumstances but that's the exception to the rule is to not not believe what someone's telling us agreed yeah and and that you can do it in 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 uh in five easy steps so if you hear it three times must be like, true you're going to believe it despite your best efforts yeah which is crazy Right. Like how many on Twitter, like Willie, uh, RIP Willie Nelson. And now Willie Nelson's dead again. I'm so sorry. He probably, he probably, I think he's alive. Is he actually? I don't know. (laughs) Check Twitter. But it it happens all the time to select, like there, it'll be like a meme, like, oh, better one be George Clooney, you know, RIP George Clooney. And everyone's like, oh no, I can't believe it. Oh, my thoughts and prayers. And like George Clooney's like, uh, hello. But don't you have to start with the lies you tell yourself? Like, the Ooh, narrative on. about our own identity and the narrative about like how we're always the hero of our own <laughs> life, except for those moments where we're appropriately self-loathing. But like you yeah. said something last week that we, when we talked that has been like needling and needling at me, no. <laughs> which was, I want to, I'll get, maybe you can correct me, but it was like, I can't tell the difference between how much I want to learn physics versus say that I've learned. Mm. And right. That that is that is uh, unwinding me. <laughs> yeah, big time. I want to be perceived as someone who knows physics, or do I actually want to know? I, I think I actually I want to know, but I can't figure out why I actually want to know. But it has something to do with yeah. this. I don't want to feel like I just believe this stuff. I would like to try and falsify some of it. Not like I'm going to try and falsify relativity, but it'd be cool to to for me to be able. I would feel good if I was like, oh, okay, I have proved myself. I've done the experiment. I know. I've proven to myself that this is real. It's repeatable. And I can make predictions about the future in this very tiny, narrow context and be confident that, that the outcome will be as I predicted. That's that's the thing is like, you know, this this bit about like, would you, like your concentric circles, mm-hmm. what is it that you want to be telling other people? And Go ahead and tell your therapist about that. And then like, <laughs> what do you want to be able to tell yourself? And then what is it that you really want to be doing for a moment? What are the deltas between each of those three things? Mm. And then like, Self-help and then book. <laughs> is the, is the thing that you want to be doing from moment to moment the be all end all like, or would you actually be perverting, you know, what you, what you would want to be doing with your life Man, that's by deep. just following, you know, those kind of uh, base, not base urges, but the, um, the urges, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Right. But you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, like if you have an image of yourself that is in conflict with what you do mm-hmm. on a daily basis, like right. say you were like, it is a problem for me. that I go to bed so late. Mm. It puts me out of step with my family. It puts me out of step with society and mm. work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would like to change. that. Yeah. Cogn- well, that's cognitive dissonance. yourself. Right. And you say you're going to, and then you, you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I don't know. Yeah. And, but, but that, that comes back to like what we take is true and what we, what we choose to believe in like, is, are we doing it to which master are we serving? Mm. Yeah. You just totally took it to a deeper circle, which is, you know, everybody tells themselves stories all day long. Which ones do you, are you believing from yourself? Which is, I didn't even think of that, but that's hundred percent. 
you know, like these, and, and I would, yeah, and you would, and you can have cognitive dissonance between when there are ones that conflict. So like, I consider myself a creative person, but I also consider myself someone who, you know, is not on a nine to five schedule. And it's like, well, maybe those two things are going to come into conflict. You know, which one's or, true? Or, Why do you even tell yourself right. those stories? Where'd they come from? Who who implant? I was going to say told them to you. You told them to yourself. But why are they there? Who implanted them? Or how did they get implanted? Which gets back to like, what are the decisions anyone is, is making? It's an illusion of decision mm. in a way. But even if it's an even if it's not an illusion of decision making, even if you have like straight up free will and you can be deliberate in decision making and follow through from mm. a straight up like will perspective, like I will this thing. Mm. through my through creativity a stupid memo or beautiful art <laughs> yeah you wrote a song I ever saw like how much of your day-to-day is that deliberate how much of it is total like autopilot. first of all subconscious mm. function autopilot i would call that part but then some of it is just like this um i'm aware that an action is being taken but i haven't really been deliberate about it you know yeah like i this is like these three levels like lizard brain is doing things you know the the pilot in my head observes that the body is doing these things and then there's what i think i chose to do that was maybe hard like i didn't want to go to the gym and i went to the gym right despite how i was feeling like yeah and then of my beliefs am i attaching what am i attaching my beliefs to which of those three things I attach them to? Mm, yeah and you and then the the physics thing you talked about earlier it's like Am I telling myself a story that I want to be a particular way or am I, am I acting out a story that will result, I think, in me being perceived a particular way by other people? So like, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I sort of associate with this sort of colleague online buddy that runs this sort of advanced polling company and it used to be the sort of Mad Men um, 1950s Madison Avenue thing was like, don't. Don't sell people what they need. Sell people the person they want to be. And he's like, he's like, that's yeah. changed. That's changed into sell the people they want other people to think they are. So that's kind of like the Instagram. Yeah, like, that's here's my perfect about. life. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So do you have more time or or do, do you have time to, to chat more? Or do you have to go? No, I do have to blast. In I, fact, I, hello. <laughs> yeah, I got to run. All right. So man. hold that well, thought. Listen. Make a note. Yep. That sounds good. Cool. Pick it up next time. Take it easy. See ya. Okay.